0: Brian O'Driscoll on Off The Ball with Vodafone, official sponsors of the Irish rugby team. Team of us, everyone in.
1: Matt Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? I'm a very
2: confident frontrunner for Caddy for 33 years, 145 wins now, and that's the best win I've ever had. I have no idea what you have. I don't know. How are we going to count all the shots? You, I, I can't keep track.
1: Suck! God damn it. I don't think he's pleased.
2: Of course I would. That's a, that's a particularly <laughs> stupid question. Let's say I Of course I want to play at the
0: weekend. Now, folks, you're welcome along. It's Golf Weekly. Very happy to say that Nathan Murphy is with us. Hello. Hey, Joe. And Fionn Davenport, hello to you. Hey, Joe. I'm upset today, Nathan, because Peter Laurie has put his family before Golf Weekly. I'm not sure how we feel about this. Apparently, your child's communion is a big deal now. When did that start? I assumed Peter wasn't here because it was
2: Spanish Open Week and he'd been flown over VIP private jet to the scene of his greatest triumph to meet all this year's competitors. Sort of like the way... Jack will be there, side of the green on 18 at Valderrama. There's Peter Lowry waiting to greet the winner and tell them, This is as good as it's ever going to get for you.
0: So (laughs) life life goes to shit after this. It'd be hard to think of someone who could bring the mood down more quickly if you'd just won a tournament. (laughs) Yeah. I know you've won, but it didn't make me happy. So Have we got the story of what like the the six hours after winning the Spanish
2: Open? I assume it was the flight was already booked from Thursday morning and a bogey <laughs> on the third. Yeah. Hello, I'm still going to change my flight from Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I won. I did win half a million quid, but oh, it cost me 800 quid to change my flights,
0: which was really yeah. a disaster. Disaster. <laughs> my caddy wants a percentage. What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Peter's back next week. Uh, a few things going on in the world. Fionn, we, I suppose it's the start of the new season which is wow. uh, strange to say on the PGA Tour but the wrapper in season so uh, very much Las Vegas at the moment I was reading various players because it's Las Vegas last week and this week they've all pitched up at Butch Harmon's house just to hang out mm. with him to be, get a few tips from him he's sorting out DJ's double cross he's uh, trying to get Ricky Feller's confidence back so that's what's been going on over on the uh, PGA Tour did the Shriners do it for you what are our big
1: talking points from the Shriners Fionn? Oh I mean, short answer, no. Long answer, yeah. There was a there was there was some nice nice things. Good win for Sungjae Im uh, on Saturday. It looked like it could have turned, even though it was a birdie fest with you know like ridiculously under par. The wind course in Las Vegas, Steve wins. Uh, uh, beautiful course, but clearly not that difficult. or certainly wasn't set up that difficult, and. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, it's the only course in downtown Las Vegas. You, you, you don't realize that it's actually in the middle. It's like just off the strip. You know, it's not, you know, so you finish your day's play and you're into the casino like 15 minutes later. Um, but the, yeah, so look, Sung so jm1 won. Um, Seamus Power had a great run on the Saturday and then just fell away on Sunday. Um but for me, if I had to pick the the kind of the one story that I that really gave me pleasure was Matthew Wolf, marking his return to form after what's been a fairly torrid year for him due to his own uh, struggles, uh, and so coincidentally he he lost in a playoff at this event last year, and then went on a run of falling away from didn't finish in the top ten for the next eighteen tournaments in a row and. And, you know, and, and he was very open and talked about his own struggles, uh, purpose and meaning and what's it all about and and struggle to adjust. And, you know, for a young man with a bit, very, very promising future, um, that was great. I was just re- he's a likable guy. I love his swing. I love that idiosyncratic swing of his. More please, more swings like this, because mm. doesn't it kind of convince all those hackers that like, yeah, yeah, you know, it takes all sorts. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, My quirks are just fine. Yeah, my quirks are just fine. I don't have to iron them out at all. Um, yeah, so now for a guy who's said, as I see, that he hasn't been having fun playing golf, that it hasn't been fun for him, and and we know that, that the word fun is doing an awful lot of heavy lifting here, um, <clears throat> it was brilliant to see him in the top 10. And, uh, yeah, so just uh, for me, that was it. I think probably there's a bit of post-Ryder Cup exhaustion it's hard, you know, and the Shrine and the TV audience reflected as much. So, yeah. mm. it, I've never it's, been it's, to, sorry, sorry, sorry Nathan. Nathan. No, no,
0: sorry. You go on about, it. you've never been to, I'm going to say Las Vegas. I was just curious. You know, I feel like uh, that window is closed. I think you want to go there, young, free, single, ready to, you know, take, go where the night takes you kind of a thing.
1: I was uh, in Vegas two weeks ago. And it's my, I don't know, whatever. I've been a, a, a bunch of times for work and, and other things. And I don't gamble. I don't drink. And, you know, I don't frequent late night clubs. And so, wow. and yet I've always enjoyed Vegas for its otherworldly bizarreness. So you, you don't know? find it grim and sad and oh but it is it's it's vegas is like a course of antibiotics after a few days if you're still not right you need to consult your doctor because like you can't do more than a few days in vegas um the thing about like if you are look if you're going to play if you're going to play the tables fine if you're going to go out on a on a on a bender amazing it's a great city that absolutely encourages that kind of carry on um, and it's not even a high roller city, so the strip is more your high roller. So whatever it is, minimum five dollar minimums at most tables on the strip. But if you go to downtown Vegas to the kind of the cheap and cheerful uh, casinos in in old Vegas, where it's like twenty five cents and dollar tables, etc., it's it can be a huge amount of fun. No, I, I've always enjoyed like I remember uh, I remember talking to Ken early about this when he was out for the for the Conor McGregor fight. And his one observation about it was that every hotel in Vegas looks exactly the same. And it's not something I'd ever considered, particularly as all these hotels go to great lengths to, to create their own identity. So the Paris hotel is meant to be like this 19th century Parisian thing. You've got the cosmopolitan hotel, so on and so forth. So every hotel has its own distinct identity. And, but, but, Ultimately, they're all about chasing the same thing: these giant, giant spaces that are designed to take money out of your pocket as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And so, um, yeah. So, I, I've enjoyed Vegas. I've always enjoyed it, uh, but this time maybe because I was there, and it was, you know, there was still post-pandemic effect. There was masks, indoor spaces everywhere you went. Um, and uh yeah i think it just you get tired after a while if you're not uh, i'm just kind of rambling here really about vegas mm-hmm. but like i have always I mean, it's a bit like it always i've always found it remarkable that basically an apache desert where there was once upon a time a cattle station and that's it that they designed and built and they the mafia i mean <laughs> built this extraordinary tribute to 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 our Appetites. That's what it is. It's a city dedicated to satisfying all of our appetites, you know, whatever they su- may be.
2: I'm surprised then that there's not more golf courses right along the strip. And I know I was going to say space is at a premium, but it's not really because you can go sort of every way and anyway uh, off the strip in Vegas. That again, it's such an easy way of taking money off rich people which is mm. what vegas is all about that all of these courses haven't squeezed in something i guess they all have the greatest simulator in the world right now where you can go and spend uh spend a couple of hours i think you should go joe i, I don't think you're too old for this at all you no, you're to Vegas a few times uh, and every time i love it but now Dave, again you've been three, been four point, days. i've you've been, been uh i've been yeah i think i've been three times yeah Uh, Once I definitely overdid I went for five days once and five days was (sighs) was like It's a day and a half Uh, too many Vegas is one of these like like anywhere when you're on holiday but Vegas is one of these places you're just always spending money like every minute of the day is more and more and more and you want to experience everything and every hotel has something kind of cool to go to but you can do it first time I went I was like a student and we stayed in I think it was was, is it the New Orleans is just off the strip Oh yeah Hey, it's With the big you know, giant carousel wheel Grubby, grubby enough or the, But it was like 50 quid a night or something like that like, yeah, okay. You're happy, yeah? you get to go experience it and Yeah, I, I just like the buzz The walking down the strip There's always something happening It's just always a bit crazy But I'm surprised there wasn't I always assumed there was a lot of golf courses Right in the centre I know around as you move out a little bit uh, Vegas is full of golf courses But I would have thought, yeah Like the win I wonder what
1: they're charging, them What are they charging? 500 bucks around okay yep okay. 500 bucks around and that includes like you know they, they'll meet you at the entrance to the hotel they'll take the bag off you and then it'll be the next time you see your bag it'll be spit polished clean sitting on your golf cart at the first tee you don't touch anything and they escort you into the locker room where you know i mean it's it's pure luxury you know this is the kind of stuff that you imagine um <clears throat> michael jordan would be a regular visitor And uh, it is quite luxurious, but, uh, and the course itself is quite narrow and it's, you know, it's obviously artificial. It's all brought in like fountains and rock formations and all the rest. But the thing is, is, I mean, to kind of go back to the earlier point about Vegas, part of Vegas's relief and charm is what surrounds Vegas. So like if you were to spend all your time just on the strip, I mean, you go slowly mad in a few days. But it's the idea that you can get, you can take a helicopter ride for 100 bucks or 150 bucks to the Grand Canyon. You can rent a car and just go out into the desert. And there's a whole bunch of golf courses in and around Vegas. And so it's about getting in and out of the city. That's I think that makes Vegas an attractive option for a lot of people, aside from the aforementioned, you know, Sin City charms.
2: We did a nice trip, Joe, for our honeymoon, which started up in San Francisco, drove all the way down uh the pacific coast highway down to la and then a acro- drive across to vegas where you get that brilliant panoramic as you're driving in through mm, the desert it
0: just suddenly appears vegas baby I, I, I always think of that from swingers you know that's where yeah. i think of that that vegas, uh, exact trip that you mentioned me and my wife were just talking recently you know stu- and had the pandemic the world's opening up life's too short what do we want to do that was the one i said to her i really want to do I must uh, I'll, I'll mind you. It's a brilliantly brilliantly
2: first world holiday because yeah. we had, I remember a couple of years before we got married. We'd gone to Peru and we have gone to a couple of places where there was a lot of backpacking and all that. I was like, rock honeymoon. I just want, mm. I want sky in every TV room I go to. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I wanted it as first world as possible here. No slowing it at all. Yeah. The, $500 the, for a round of golf is pushing it now. What would you pay? Uh, but you wouldn't play the win.
1: You wouldn't play that course. You play Pe- Pebble is similar, isn't it? About four twenty-five for Pebble. Okay. No, I think Fe- Pebble is five oh five. Is this? Yeah. Depending, it doesn't matter if you're playing. Wayne's a high top roller rate, course. Mess. You can play Bears. You can play Bears best, which is um, Jack Nick. It's a uh, eighteen holes of Jack Nicklaus's favorite desert course holes, all kind of a composite course and you can play that for like i don't know 80 bucks you know it's See, not. that's what i would expect in vegas i would expect if i went to vegas that they go
2: oh just around this corner at the back of the bellagio is augusta national perfectly <laughs> recreated <laughs> mm.
0: yes i
1: mean that's, and over there uh, is pebble shape. beach
0: yeah the, the, i think uh, uh pebble beach if i was there god 505 is painful I think you would have to it's that iconic, i didn't isn't it?
2: i didn't did you fionn no you play pebble have you I, yeah. Uh, we again, because we drove down and we were in uh, Monterey. And I'm going to, is it 17 mile drive or 19 mile drive? 17. 17 mile drive. And um, we were there and we stopped in Pebble Beach and walked around. It was the week after GMAC had won the US Open there. And there was an oh. opportunity to play. It was up on $500. But I was like, I'm going to be going out with three really rich Americans yeah. using borrowed golf clubs. Mm. like, is this, I don't know if I'm going to actually enjoy
0: the full value it's, if I were to play. You see, my logic would be, because anyone listening might be like, geez, Malloy, high roller, $500. It's actually the opposite. I'm, such, I'm so not a high roller. The odds of me even getting back to California a second time are slim-ish. I may never get back a second time. There are other parts of the world I'll want to see. There are only so many summers and so many holiday opportunities. My logic would be, I'm so not a high roller. I will never be back here again
1: within touching distance. I got to do it. My... My experience of Pebble, it's an amazing course and all the rest, but it's exactly what you said, Nathan. So so you're put out, I mean, it's really, they're very friendly people at the course. I mean, really friendly. Everybody there is like very welcoming and very well organized, but you're put out in regimented 12-minute slots, four balls, and there are course marshals who are patrolling all of it to keep it moving along. And if you lose a ball or are looking for a ball, the marshal will go, okay, just drop another one and move on. It's not, it's a keep it all going kind of place because it's such a popular, yeah. it's such a trophy destination for golfers from all over the world. So there's no kind of, let's relax and just enjoy this nice round. Now, if you're hitting it well and you're hitting it straight, sure. But if you're not, it's, it's not perhaps the, it's not the most relaxing experience.
0: Fair enough. I mean, St. Andrew's top of my list. It's disgraceful. I just mm. haven't gone over there and queued up at 5 a.m. and taken my chances. That's the one. If anyone wants to join me, yeah, you're more than welcome. That's in the next year. Has to happen. Uh, so this is where we will say goodbye if you're not a subscriber. We do actually talk about golf on this podcast as well. Sorry, <laughs> we've um, segued into a uh, travel chat there with Fiona as happens from time to time, but we've uh, some golf to talk about. So patreon.com forward slash golf weekly is where you will find us. Come and join us. We are powering right through Every week and more besides.